once again. See, smooth as motherfucking seal dick, smooth bed, freshly shaved vagina, smooth baby. Look at that. All the transitions nailed. Four buttons had to be pressed. The dial had to be turned. Nailed it. Yeah. I know what's going on, man. I know how to do it. Good God, all of you. Welcome to another session of Frama Time. Drama Time, not Frama Time. It's Drama Time. It's Friday. You know what fucking time it is. God damn, I don't need to tell you guys. <coughs> welcome, welcome, welcome. Every single one of you. What are we doing today? Good God. I've got some fucking weird stories, man. Like, so weird. I did mention, you know what I did? I fucked up. I'll take the blame. I've, I fucked up. I mentioned, casually like, we haven't had many like weirdo sex stories in a while. Might as well just tie the noose myself sometimes, right? I might as well just tie the fucking noose myself sometimes. Because I bring it on myself. It's like, oh, I haven't had any weirdo stories, but Jesus fucking Christ. Weird is good, is it? Is it? Is it? Alright, we'll see. We'll see what's going on. Oh, not only are we going to have some drama time today, which is not like... Somebody said, wrote a story today. It's like, I always believed, seeing the title drama time spread around the internet in recommending videos and such like, that you ran a new show and the current drama in WoW. No. No. <laughs> no, not at all. What we do do at drama time, though, is we talk about the weirdos that we meet on the internet. Because we meet all these weirdos, don't we, in this in this video, video game. And all kinds of other video games. We meet all the fucking weirdos. And uh, sometimes we do crazy stupid shit too. Because we're weirdos. Because basically we play games all the time. You know what I mean? What the fuck is that outside world all about? It's raining. It's raining out there, mate. I'm going out there. Staying here. It's fucking warm in here. I've got my Altered Beast t-shirt on because I'm retro as fuck. Fucking hipster. That's what's going on. Yeah, man. But tonight, it gets even worse. In fact, for the you live guys, in four hours, count it, uh, it's going to get real, we real weird because we're having a horror VR night. So grab your partner, whoever it might be, grab yourself a few beers, stick it on the big screen, turn the fucking lights out because we're playing Paranormal Activity VR, which is apparently really fucked up. Like, really fucked up in terms of the horror VR games we've played. So we're going to be doing that tonight. And... Good news is Emma's going to be playing it. I don't know how long she'll last. I'll be there as backup. I will get us through it. I promise you this. I will get us through whatever horrors await us. But Emma is starting it. So I'll turn her mic down so it's not that loud. It is tonight. Andy's missus is coming too. So we've got the beers coming. So it's going to be like double couples guild uh, tonight. That's what's going to be fun. On top of that, Emma started working here this week and she's done some good stuff for us. She's got us an agreement uh, with Revelations Online and he's doing the video tonight. Hello, sir. Bonjour. Working on that. Been playing that MMO for the last couple of days. Got a video coming out on that tonight. And also, she sent me all the drama names, all the, the drama names, all the Patreons, and she's emailing everybody. All this good shit. So for... All the Patreon bros, the wonderful people out there who watched her awkward video that she put up a couple of days ago. Uh, it's all sorted. It's all good. I've got like a proper list of names. I'm so excited. It's all, it's all going on. Right then. Let's kick off with a short story. Like a real short story that's just ridiculous in all ways. Because it's... This story is fucked. It's that bronze drake though. Where do you get the bronze drake from? Who remembers? I'm sure you do. I'm sure you do. <clears throat> right, we need three people for this. For this fucking tale of misery. So we're going to have Knife Bunny. Sneaky Fox. <coughs> the Calling of Strathorn. 
What's the drop rate on the bronze thing? <laughs> Did someone really sign up to Patreon with this name? Bruh. <laughs> Bruh. Bruh. Thanks for that. Appreciate it. I, I kind of... Now I don't trust whether Emma's putting these names in to troll me. But we'll see what's happening. We'll see what's happening. I don't know if she's trolling me at this point. Yes, it's 100%. It's 100%. And, and of course, as we all know, very difficult to acquire. Very difficult to acquire. It, that timer was tight. Tight. Anyway, here we go. Hey there, Preacher Legost. Namaste! I write to you from the land of Western Australia, you fucking cats. You know what, mates? Hooroo! Where everything wants to kill you, and a one megabyte upload speed is the work of the gods. With a story about a 100% drop rate mount that broke an entire friendship. It's bad news. You know it's bad from the start, don't you? It's the bronze drake, bro. The bronze drake. How is this possible? Let's find out. Let's find out. <coughs> I started playing in mid-cataclysm, but gave up on it because I got bored. How fucking dare you? How fucking dare you? Mid-cata's like Firelands, bro. It's good times. Good times. I got back into it right after Mists of Pandaria was released after watching my mate play. I wanted to make a DK, though, because Edge actually says that in the story because edge but i couldn't due to that pesky level 55 restriction so i made a paladin blood elf and started leveling but when i hit 55 though mate i told the dungeon that i was tanking that i had to go for dinner and i logged out to make my sweet edgy dk keep in mind though this was during mop where dps would often have 30 minute queues on oceanic servers. You can tank as a paladin, by the way. Don't need to make a DK. Could just be a paladin. They can do it too. But I get your point. It was around this time that three of my friends of around four years, four tight, decided to get the game and play with me. So they bought the game and we used Recruiter Bro for that juicy 300% XP gain. My friends were Knife Bunny sneaky fox and a dk called prolapsed ring knife bunny and sneaky fox made rep paladins oh you've called him dk oh okay and of course prolapsed ring would make a rogue but later though mate would switch over to dk because he knows what's up while in the stone core dungeon breaking ourselves leveling the reins of the vitreous stone drake dropped. And prolapsed ring got it. None of us gave a shit. But prolapsed ring reassured us and reminded us of his good fortune at every possible opportunity. He would not let that fucker drop. Good God. It's a few days later though. It's around 11 p.m. We decided to do something else. When Knife Bunny said that we should do the culling of Stratholme Dungeon for the Bronze Dragon Mount. We agreed and headed off for the Caverns of Time. We decided as friends that Prolapsed Ring was going to get it last 
Because he got the stone drape mount already. So in we go. We ran the dungeon. We did it in the timer. And we got the bronze drake. Knife Bunny won the roll. We went for the reset. And time to do it again. Now what happens blows my mind to this day. Four to five years later. It still blows my mind. We ran the dungeon. And again finished in time to get the mount. And when we rolled on it this time, the chat showed something we did not expect. Prolapsed ring. Won the roll with a need of 99. I did not give a shit. But Sneaky Fox, mate, did. He gave a lot of shits about this treachery over the bronze mount from Culling of Strathome. Prized as it might be. Treasure of the gods itself. He gave many fucks. <laughs> Sneaky Fox lost his fucking mind. Throwing insult after insult at Prolapsed Ring about him being a massive cunt and a giant hairy dick. Prolapsed Ring, though, didn't care. He only rolled on it for fucking bants, mate. He was gonna give it to him and all that. It was just fucking bants, mate. Until the next thing that Sneaky Fox said. Now, this is where it gets real fucking dark. <laughs> it's getting real fucking dark, right? It's gonna get real fucking dark right now. <clears throat> For a bit of context to this part, Prolapse Ring had lost his mother a few years earlier and suffered from depression and anger issues following that. So, of course, Sneaky Fox said... I bet your mum is happy that she's dead with a son like you. Bronze Drake, Culling of Strathome. Sneaky Fox went immediately there. Like, zero to 180 million miles an hour in one fucking second. Bronze Drake, Culling of Strathome, 100% drop rate, puggable since day one. Bruh. What? As you can imagine, both me and Knife Bunny went fucking bananas at Sneaky, Fo Sneaky Fox. But it was far too much for the prolapse ring. Prolapse ring went silent. Sent me the mount and just logged the fuck off. I gave the mount to Sneaky Fox because I didn't fucking want it. Tainted as it was. Kicked him from the group. Prolapse ring didn't log on again. He didn't come to school for a little while. But when he did, he said, I'm not going fucking near Sneaky Fox. And they never spoke. Except to argue and fight. It got very uncomfortable with our little group of friends. Yeah. Yeah, I bet it did. I bet it did. Bronze Drake. Culling of Strathome, bro. Bro. So I moved server and went on to PV fucking P, mate, getting 2100 in threes and stopped playing in mid ward. Started playing again in Legion, but only log on every few days to do world quests and run some dungeons. As there is another game out there called Overwatch. And I'm at university. Thanks for reading. I hope you enjoyed my little story about my idiot friends in high school. Bronze Drake, bro. The fuck? Really? Really? Jesus fucking Christ, man. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> 
what do you even do? Like, when that happens, what the fuck do you even do? You're like, uh, uh, well, you go fucking apeshit, right? You go fucking apeshit. All right. Weird sex story. Weird sex story. It's cosplay. <laughs> cosplay, Andy. You're gonna let us. Talk to me now. Alright, you ready? <laughs> Ghosted. <laughs> cosplay drama. I like cosplay. I like cos- I like looking at cosplay. I like cosplay. On chicks with massive tits. I like cosplay. Cosplay's the best. Uh, Alright, we're gonna go with Hannah. Hannah, you're in. You are gonna like this one, Andy. I'll put one headphone off then. <laughs> Alright, Hannah. Thank you for your support, Hannah. We appreciate it a lot. Right then! Hello, Preacher and Ghosty! Bonsoir! Love you both! I write to you from that Sweden! Oh! I know it starts off good, right? You know what I'm thinking, don't you? I do know what you're thinking. What do you think I'm do thinking, it? mate? You're thinking about Swedish birds. No, mate. Meatballs. Idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm big tits, so yeah. I write to you from the cold Sweden where the boobs are great, but because of the cold, we never get to see them. Oh. Bummer, right? Bummer. Been following you for about two years now. I love your vids, especially the legacy ones. Hope you'll put out some more. Watch this space. I'm about to tell you one of my many stories from my WoW life. I've been playing since late vanilla, but this one takes place in the glory days of Legion. It's about myself and a girl that I know of as Hannah. And a very minor part called the Warrior. You can pick his name from chat. Who do we want? Let's go with Fisty Fluffs. Because I like your name, sir. It's like Fisty Cuffs, but not Fisty Fluffs. You're in. All right. <clears throat> Now, I'm going to pre-warn you, this is going to get very, very weird, but it's the comeback is, is, is just a crisp. It's crisp. <clears throat> Alright, the girl I know of is Hannah and her friend Fisty Fluffs, who I met through WoW. This story is worth telling. For this story, you should know that I work as a security guard, and I should already apologise for my spelling. Don't you worry. I name this story... The Sexy Cosplay. It... <laughs> You ready? You prepared? Good. 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 You prepared. <clears throat> I was <laughs> I was some months into Legion. Pretty much all my friends had quit WoW, so I was all alone. Feels bad, man. Feels bad, man. So I decided to go to the good book. Where I joined a Swedish WoW playing group and put Stop. out... <laughs> And put out a request for leveling partners. There a lady named Hannah replied that she loved finding new people to level with. She was about five years older than me. Lived in another town in Swee. I added her on the Skype and our journey began. She was a very chatty girl. And just went on and on talking about her accomplishments in World of Warcraft. Everything she had done. She told me that she was rank 1 PvP last expansion. And one of the best disc priests on the server. Hey, class checks out. Confirmed. However, when I checked her achievements and saw that she didn't even have the 1750 arena achievement, she told me that 
She had been hacked and she had lost that account. But she continued to brag about more and more outrageous stuff. It really put me off and I kind of just turned down the volume on Skype and put on some music instead. A few days later though, we're getting together to do some heroics on our mains. When one of our one of her friends, 50 Fluffs, wanted to come along. We all got on Skype and I joined a call where Fisty Fluffs and Hannah were talking. And he told her that she sounded way happier than normal. Are you in love? Fisty Fluffs asked. Maybe. Really? Who is it? Just a guy I met recently. I got a weird feeling since she started to throw kisses at me in game and did slash flirt. <laughs> Meatballs. Meatballs. Oh, I... Swedish bird. Oh, yeah. Hot damn. <laughs> I wrote and asked if it was me that she had a crush on, and she said, yeah, yeah. She thought I was a really nice guy and that I was a good listener. Cooked. Instant cookage. She also said that me working as a security guard turned her on. I thought this was weird because I was a security guard for a supermarket. <laughs> Where do you work? Ikea. I was just kind of ignoring her up until now since I didn't find out what she had to say that interesting. <laughs> by her being single for a long time, so I thought, what the fuck? Such a guy thing to say. Meh, okay. <laughs> and there it started, ladies and gents. After that day, we Skyped with Cam pretty much every day while playing WoW, flirting, and I was happily to finally find a girl who would play some WoW with me. After two weeks of playing, we decided it was time to synergize IRL. She told me that she didn't have any money for a train ticket. So, being horny as I was, I bought her train ticket. I was still living at home, so for the first night, I booked us a hotel room. Bruh. Bruh. That night, just after we had said goodnight and logged off Skype, I got a text from her saying that she loved me. I was pretty shocked. I mean, we haven't even met, and she threw the I love you at me. Now listen here, chat. This is his words, not mine. In quotations. It says, it says specific. Listen here, chat. I know I should have seen a red, red light there. But I had been single for a long time. I had been shaking my mango tree for about eight months straight. <laughs> While stealing that. So my judgment wasn't exactly tip-top. She also said in the message that she couldn't wait to see me IRL. Run, you fool! Run! Be free! <coughs> Alright. Anyhow, the day she was to arrive was a pretty good day. I woke up, logged into WoW to open my weekly chest of my shaman, and got a Lego. It's a good start to the day. Shit, son. I print screened it and sent it to Hannah. He wasn't too happy about it since she still didn't have a Lego yet. She said that she would be there around lunchtime. And to bring those sexy handcuffs 
that I use at work to the hotel. Andy, your thoughts? We've got a handcuff request, Andy. What's up, pal? She's requested that he brings the handcuffs for his security card job to the hotel. Oh, nice. Has he seen this girl at this point? Yeah, Skype cam, mate. Nice, so it's all above board. Cushy, there's definite advantage. Besides there. the, she threw out the I love you early doors. Ah. But how fit is she? <laughs> Just bear with me. Bear with me. Come on, mate. I can't <coughs> take a photo like this all day. Oh, you will. <clears throat> we met up at the train station went directly to the hotel room and dropped our bags off and then went out to grab some food we talked for about two hours until she told me that she felt kind of tired and maybe we should just go back to the hotel boom <laughs> but you're drinking a mochaccino espresso yeah tired let's do this back in the room she pushed me on the bed and told me that she was going into the bathroom to change stay with me after a short while, she came out again. She had undressed just her underwear, some sort of elf ears, and a pair of horns. I'm still on board at this point, mate. She slowly walked up to me and told me that she was a proud Draenei warrior. And she needed to be rescued. I didn't know what was going on, but she just said that she liked to RP. So I was on board. Yes. It's going in. <clears throat> she said that she had a demon in her. Oh no! From, from the twisting nether. And needed it releasing. Of course, she picked up the handcuffs. So, I handcuffed her to the post. Classic. Classic. <clears throat> she said I should say RP things to her. Are you ready, Andy? Now, I just want to put into context here, you're in a very last minute RP sex situation. It's WoW related. How are we going to play it out? Right. How does the how deep does the RP have to go? Can you just say, she's handcuffed to the bed now, like, my first instinct being, I'm assuming he's a younger chap, is, right, okay, RP stuff, I'm thinking medieval, right, dost thou want me to brush thine teeth with mine dick? It's so memeified, it's unbelievable. His opening gambit was, I'm a rogue doing you from behind. Yes! I'll take that as well, mate. <laughs> uh, 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 <laughs> memes! I need memes immediately. <laughs> this is the only way I can handle this. <clears throat> I said I was going to put my Ashbringer inside her. You can't just claim to change class. Immersion! I've, I've Immersion's all over the place. Do you want to? <laughs> I felt embarrassed saying this and thinking that I was ruining for her until she moaned and she said, and I quote from the story, I can see the light. <laughs> That's the ultimate brag. That I can is see the, the light. Brag. We banged for a while. And when we finished up, the problem really began. Are you ready, Andy? <coughs> oh, I told you it was getting weird. Get ready for it. When we were done, I went to remove the handcuffs and the lock would not open. It just would not open. I tried over and over, but the key just wouldn't turn. I had never, ever had to use these handcuffs before. So I had never had to unlock them. Remember, these handcuffs were made of steel and not the fluffy ones you would normally use. We both started to freak out a little bit. I had a girl handcuffed to the bed in my hotel room. We had a friend coming over since we were going to a bar with them that night. 
After about one hour of trying to get the handcuffs opened, I did what I now will regret forever, but it was the right choice. Call room service. No. Ditched her. What's... Wow, cold. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> well, it's been fun. There's only one solution. It's probably what I would have done as well. There's only one solution in that scenario. You're a youngster. You tried some weird roleplay handcuff stuff in a hotel. It's your first time. Who are you going to call? Your mum. Worse. Her mum. Worse. Going to call your dad. Oh, no, mate. What, the guy's going to call his dad? Right, just just by means of being... I'd be all right with that, because exactly. right. as a dad, if I'd be fine with that, but... lads called you up and said, I'm <laughs> fucking handcuffed a bird to the bed in the hotel room, right? She's down for it, but the key's not opening the lock. You're not going to be annoyed by that. But can you imagine the embarrassment if I had to phone your dad, like, dad? Because your dad's probably, like... If it was my dad, he'd be like... Nice. Where? <laughs> I'm on my way. Right, I'll have to assess the lock, put the camera on. <laughs> I called my dad. My dad works as a police officer. <laughs> yes! So he knew about the cuffs. There actually is. I was asking him maybe if there was some extra lock that I hadn't found that needed to be released first. That phone call is the most awkward thing I have ever done in my life. He told me it was normal and to turn the key harder and hung up on me. <laughs> Dickhead. <laughs> you know that's all my dad was thinking. Dickhead. <laughs> I tried it and it finally worked. <laughs> I would give anything to have been that dad. That is just a story forever. Because that dad's never letting that story go. And he's going to tell your mum. Of course he is. Your mum's going to look at you with a little bit of a disappointment face. Disappointment. The next day it was time for Hannah to go home since I have work on Friday. Dumb as I was, I gave her more money because she said her WoW subscription had just ended. She promised to pay me back. <laughs> we kept playing together and after about a month she told me that she was now ready to have children with me. Nah, <laughs> Thomas is right like mum hasn't been cuffed by dad before. <laughs> He's just gone like that. Oh, that always happens, son. <laughs> I told her, that's not going to happen. <laughs> that's not going to happen. She got mad. Every day she kept coming up with new ideas. Like that I should buy drugs for us since she didn't have any money and that we could start a little business. And that maybe if I bought her a car that she could visit me more often. I think on the car day was the day I decided it was time to end this. So I text not the drugs. You waited for the car. Like, the drugs was on the table. You, like, thought that was realistic. But when the car came up, you're like, nah, I'm not doing this. I texted her it was never going to work and that I should end this now. I stopped replying to her. She got, went on and on about how I had used her. And that she, that she had let me handcuff her. And that ultimately, the reason I ended this, because she was better at WoW than me. And it was annoying me. It must have been annoying me. Two weeks later, she texted me telling me how good she was doing in WoW. She even told me her item level of her main character. <laughs> I never got the money she borrowed. My father still brings up the handcuff incident every time we have family dinner. 
<laughs> what a bro. What a bro. So what have we learned, people? Never sleep with a crazy chick. But anyway, that was my little story. Now, this is the text message she sent him. We have it. Oh, here it is. <laughs> she... <laughs> 877 lads you all could be getting a piece of this action that's 877 y'all yeah three out of seven mythic one out of three mythic seven seven heroic three out of three heroic holy pally 877 mate yeah never stick your dick in bad item level that's what we're saying boys there's the message yeah yeah that's right that's right. Might be of dragons. Odin down though, boys. Right then. <laughs> I love that we got the text message. Alright. Uh, anyway, in defense of the girls then. We need to have a defense for the girls. We've got to. A story written by a lady. Oh yeah. Damn. Uh, the drama magnet. Once again, thank you for your support, Hannah. Appreciate it. All right. Where's my girls at? Uh, <laughs> perfect. Perfect. I believe there's some other names as we go through, but they're not linked at the top. Right then. <coughs> right then. Here we go. Holla Preacher Ghosty. Hello. I love me some drama time, as it reminds me of all the shitty dramatic moments that inhabit my WoW existence. To preface the story, I just want to say that I've been playing since late vanilla, back when things were hard, Kappa, triggered, and up until the end of Mr. Pandaria had very little raid experience, as I was a casual double triggered. I played pretty steadily through all of the expansions, taking small breaks during Kata and slightly larger one in Mr. Pandaria due to the league of legends mm -mm -mm. the league of legends i started playing when i was 10 and i'm nearly 21 now a great way to spend half my life right yeah could have been a druggie think about it another important detail of this story is that i have a vagina of the not so rare anymore species that's right a lot of girls around now where's my girls at fucking taking names these days so here we go after my long hiatus, I returned to the game during the Perpetual Siege of Ogrimmar. I actually love that you wrote the Perpetual Siege of Ogrimmar. <laughs> the never-ending siege. <coughs> this is a time when I discovered my love for filling up green bars. <clears throat> Especially when it comes to achievements. I love opening my achievement tab and seeing it so, so green. It gave me a purpose in the game, as dumb as it sounds. No, a lot of people love achieves. I dabbled in PvE, but settled mostly on RBGs and grinding that sweet, 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 sweet rating. I thought I was hot shit at around 1700 and joined my cousin's PvP guild at some point. This is where I first discovered that having boobs in the video game world was like having magnetic drama nipples. Nice. <laughs> I learned quickly that I did not want to be one of those typical girl gamers. Yeah? Not being one of you fucking typical girl gamers. Not doing it. I refused to main a hunter 
or a healer. Our girl plays a motherfucking DK. Boys. Boys. DK girl up in this bitch. Yeah? In this girl, however, there was another girl. This girl was what I would describe as a basic bitch. Now, I don't know what this next thing means, but I fucking love it because it sounds harsh. She was a real bed swerver. What's a bed swerver? Because I like it. I like the sound of it. It sounds harsh and I don't really get it, but I like it. A bed swerver. To be nice. Yeah? A bed swerver. <laughs> Her name was Whoops. Whoops. One night she was apparently drunk. Apparently drunk. I hope she was drunk because if she wasn't, this was some of the worst attention seeking I've ever seen. Well, she probably has some issues, but anyway, she kept typing in guild chat things like, Oh my god, my why do boobs have to be so huge? They just get in the way of the keyboard. You guys know? Guys? Isn't it a big problem? I'm not saying that for attention. It's a real issue. It's a real problem that I have is that my supple luscious breasts are so big you know i can't see the keyboard it's a big issue oh jesus you guys don't even know <coughs> can you say something for me yeah oh my god my boobs are so why do boobs have to be so big i can't see the keyboard oh my god why do boobs have to be so big i can't see the keyboard over my throbbing erect nipples it's a big issue, guys. It's a big issue that we've got to deal with. <laughs> After a while, I had enough and told her to quit being an attention whore. Well, as you can guess, as you can guess, whoops, did not take kindly to this. There was some bitching from her end, some sensible bitching, of course, from my end, of course. Of course. And when we both ended up G-quitting. <laughs> Why? Why did you both G-quit? It's like the worst game of Russian roulette I've ever heard of in my life. <coughs> my cousin was devastated that I had driven her to leave. <laughs> her cousin is upset because the boobs left. Doing it right. Doing it right. <coughs> Which was definitely... Because she wasn't related to him, so he could actually try to enter those pants. It didn't stop there, though. I was sitting at the Serpent Spine PvP place for the Horde, where all the vendors are, and all of a sudden, I was bombarded by Alliance. There was maybe three of them there, randomly targeting me down. I held my own, and the Horde around me started helping, and I was able to get away alive. And soon after, I received a battle, twag a battle swag request. I re accepted it. The guy messaged me, telling me that I should let them kill me. I had no clue why, so I asked them, why? He told me that his friend really, really wanted to kill me. And that he had been asked to camp me by someone. Then and there, I knew who it was. Whoopsie. It sent me over the edge. They did end up killing me. 
I couldn't believe that someone had actually got the alliance to try and camp me. I mean, they only killed me once, but this was really frigging weird. Basic bitches are fucking crazy. So at the end of MOP, <coughs> excuse me, at the end of MOP, I was in a guild. It was super casual. What do you want? I'm listening to drama. Yeah, no. Quite it's young. really weird to read a story where someone just stood over your shoulder. <laughs> I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna lie. It's creepy. Do you want me to subscribe? And rate and share on Facebook. <laughs> Thank you for your presence, though. And your odd pink socks. Haven't you got some good reviews to write on MMO Champ about the channel? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was super casual. Hey, I'm doing a show. Get out! We're trying to have a conversation. I know, if you could Take not, show I'd appreciate it. Staff. Oh, why do I need to listen to a balding bastard? <laughs> a fat balding bastard, thank you very much. Butchie! <laughs> if you're going to do it right, do it correctly. <clears throat> Fast forward then to Legion, and more our DKs. The guild would start raiding high more normal with our small roster. There were four or five, four or five of us that stuck around from raiding in Mr. Pandaria. And we tried to recruit more people for our raid. It was kind of one of those cesspool guilds looking back on it. Cesspool guild. I didn't know it, but that's where I'd ended up. Raids had different people every night. We hardly ever could get past the butcher in normal mode. I got so tired of being stuck at the butcher every week. So I started pugging the rest of normal. Even some heroic bosses. At this point, I was usually top deeps in my guild on any given night by a large margin. I had acknowledged that most of my guilds raid-wise that was far excessive. <clears throat> I had been with the guild for a while and wanted to start progressing properly. Not pugging further than my guild could actually get. So I pushed the idea that we could perhaps have a set raid team. And choose the people that we brought. Instead of an open invite system. I was nicer about how I said it, but that was the gist of what I was aiming for. Some random week, the original guild leader decided to start playing again. I had never met this guy. The officers who had been with the guild for a long time were the ones running it when I joined, so I hadn't known that there was an actual leader. Well, let me tell you a little bit about this leader. Chill, bro. <coughs> Chillbro likes to be in control. Even his first couple of weeks back, he was acting like he had seen it all, done it all. He started coming to the raids and leading them. He invited random noobs that he said was pretty sure they were good and was a total noob himself. One night, he invited a new couple that had joined the guild. After wipes and wipes, the butcher died. And I made the mistake of saying something along the lines of I don't think we're gonna go any further with certain people doing less than certain amounts of DPS. I'm not gonna say names, I'm just saying that there are some members of the raid, some people doing less than what we should probably do. Not saying any names. Now that did happen to include the new include the female player of our new couple but i promise i did not directly aim the message at her 
I know it's Elitist, right? In fact, Elitist as fuck. Elitist as fuck. It's a friendly guild, man. It's a friendly guild. Why you got a fucking rag on people, though? <clears throat> I don't remember what happened immediately after, but that couple left the guild. <sighs> Chillbro decided he wanted to have a little chat with me. He started blaming me for making them leave, telling me that I was elitist and harassing players. I couldn't believe what I was reading. I was furious. Here I was, the reason that we were even raiding in the first place, while he was AF-fucking-KMIA for months, and he's telling me I'm in jeopardy of being kicked. He made me. And I use the term lightly here. He didn't force me, but insinuated that if I didn't, there would be trouble. Apologise to both of them. And get them to join the guild again. On the promise that they could raid all the time. Good result. Solid. 10 out of 10. Worthwhile. Definitely. At this point, I lost all the fight in me. Everything that was left was gone. I stopped believing that our guild's raid team could possibly get further into the dungeon. A week later... Chillbro said we were going to start focusing the entire guild onto mostly PvP. All the raiders left immediately. I was lost. I hungered to raid. I loved the feeling of killing bosses. I loved the feeling of being top deeps even more. One of the remaining officers... <laughs> yeah, PvP boy. <laughs> One of the remaining officers had a friend who was a... Wait for it, chat. Mythic Raider. They put me in contact. His name was Clorax. The Mythic Raider. Now, Mythic Raiders at this point to me were like celebrities I would often check the logs to look at how much DPS they could do it was so much more than mine the guy she put me in contact with taught me so many things about raiding he sat with me in my garrison and taught me about rotation he opened my eyes to things like simcraft Stat weights. <sighs> Tracking procs. He showed me what logs were. I was hooked. I wanted to see my name on logs. Imagine. Imagine. I wanted to be a mythic raider. At this point, I had some heroic gear from my pugs, but probably not enough to warrant being a mythic raider. Still, I started a search for a mythic raiding guild. I started putting in applications to all the guilds on my server. Clorax's guild was recruiting, but they were on a different server. Still, he told me that I could trial and have a chance. If I got in, I could serve a transfer. Blackrock Foundry was in full swing. He invited me to his guild's heroic runners trial. 
the unfortunate part was that I had joined the fourth place guild on our server's trial run at the same time. I had to pick between a friend's guild and the guild on my server. I told the group that I was in on my server that I, I knew I was not good enough to be a mythic raider. That I didn't want to wipe them and instantly left their group. It's just, it's a pipe dream to be mythic. Pipe dream. A few of them kept telling me it was fine and they would carry me. It was only heroic. <coughs> and that I should just stay and see what happens. I kept denying it. Said, so go on without me. I'll only hold you back. I got an invite to Clorax's run. I joined it and got a summon to, and the raid was in full swing. My guild chat lit up. The fuck? She's in Blackrock Foundry, bro. Bro. I was kicked quickly from the guild for betraying my raid team. It's fucking betrayal, man. Fucking betrayal. Blackrock Foundry without the guild. Douche. <clears throat> and a whisper from Chill Bro. Saying that I was done for. I guess I shouldn't have double butt, but to be fair, to be fair, I didn't know that Clorax's girl was going to invite me that night. Unfortunately, I didn't serve a transfer. My DPS, my knowledge was subpar. I was offered a Team 2 raid spot with the alts. So I didn't go for it. I was worried that I'd ruined my shot with a guild on my server. That I'd have to settle for something below Mythic. But I remembered! I want to be a Mythic Raider. So I pushed on further into the Blackrock Foundry. I managed to get an invite to an even better guild. The second place guild on my server. They took me to Heroic. I did okay. I assumed they were low on people. Otherwise, I probably wouldn't have got into any boss. <laughs> we literally don't have anybody to replace you with. So you're in. Somehow, I was about to raid a mythic boss. Oh, what could it be, guys? It could be Gruul, Orgarja, Beast Lord. It could be any of them. I wasn't going to do progression yet, but still, the dungeon said mythic. They told me I was doing okay. My DPS was shit, but I was doing okay. But then they invited another DK. Another girl DK. Her name was Hog. <laughs> Her name was Hogstrom. Hoggy. Hoggy was a way better DK than me. Miles better than me. I was jelly. She lived with two other people in the guild and she knew two more than that IRL. We progressed to 7 out of 10 before Hellfire Citadel dropped. In nearly every situation, Hoggy wrecked me. We cleared most of the heroic Hellfire Citadel quickly. And one day, the unthinkable happened. I passed Hoggy in deeps. My DPS logs were an orange pass. When she saw the logs, I heard that surprise in her voice when she congratulated me. She messaged me asking, How did you do that? What? Why is she a pig? Hogstrom. Ha! 
a pig made? <laughs> no. How did you get that log? <laughs> uh. <laughs> it was the only time I ever beat her. <laughs> I continued being behind her. But the gap was closing. But then the drama started. The real drama of my little journey came on. One of her real-life friends who had also started raiding with us was a warrior called Tim. <laughs> Some call him Tim. <laughs> Tim wasn't very good, to be honest. And coming from me at that point, he definitely must have been fucking shit. He never really beat any of our other warriors. And he was a real jackass of a personality. But I didn't really have a problem with him. Out of nowhere, though, a rumour started spreading around me, uh, spreading about me across the guild. Apparently, I was suddenly becoming a loot whore. Apparently, I had been whispering and like a crybaby if I didn't get what I wanted and that I was talking mad shit behind everyone's backs. Besides getting the bottom of it, I don't want any drama. I cared about shiny loot, but not to the extent of being mad if I didn't win. I didn't rage quit. I didn't bitch about it. I just silently frowned and moved on with uh, the raid night. Guess who was at the bottom of it? Fucking Tim, mate. I talked to the girl leader about it, telling him that I didn't want no fucking drama. And he said he talked to Tim. <coughs> this turned out to backfire on me hardcore, because of course they were all IRL friends. Now the rumour was spreading that I was a tattletale who would cry like a baby bitch to the guild leader should anything not go my way. Fuck. <laughs> Fuck me, right? Fuck me. One raid night after killing Mythic Iron Reaver. <clears throat> Mythic Iron Reaver. Some amazingly sexy braces dropped. Oh, mm. Oof. Oof. Iron Reaver mythic braces. <laughs> I won with votes from the loot council. The only catch was that I had to leave right away while they were sorting it out. They weren't able to loot them to me. I got a call that I had to go to the hospital and help pick someone up, so I couldn't wait. Apparently, they went to Tim. My hunter friend in the guild later told me that Tim had messaged him specifically and other people saying, sad that she had to go. Guess I'll have to keep her linking the fucking braces. I was furious. I was furious. Why? Why? <laughs> when I logged back on, he instantly linked me the braces. Them fucking Iron Reaver braces though, right team? Shit, dude. Fucking shit. <coughs> he was a drama seeker and his sights were set on me. I felt like he was doing everything he could to piss me off. So when the, the guild started to break the break on the wall known as Mythic Gorefiend, and he was still linking me the braces every raid, <laughs> I was burnt. I needed a break. Tim had won. They were going to merge the guild with our loss of players. When I seen this, I knew I was done for. The new guild was made up of all the characters, had far too many DKs for me, including what was seemingly was the best DK on the server. This is when I got an invite from my friend who was in 
the number one guild on the server. But as a casual. It felt good to have their guild name above my head. Even if I hadn't contributed to it. A few days passed. I got a message from one of the main tanks that I should try out. They said they didn't really want me though. They wanted grip. <laughs> Gorfeed's grip though. They were on Manor Off Mythic. And they were desperate. I applied and they decided to give me a chance. I had some experience, albeit not to that level of progress. And I was already in the guild, so why not? Long story short though. I'm still in that guild to this day. Three weeks ago that remind me of this. Tim linked me the braces. I didn't even know he was still playing the game. I told him to go fuck himself and told him where I was. And what I was doing in game. He simply replied by linking the braces to me again. And I haven't spoken to him since. <laughs> We're still number one. Towering over a shitty guild in Nighthold Progression. And I pass legendary all the time baby. Number one DK on the server coming at you. And I plan to keep it that way. Thank you for reading my story preacher. I hope you enjoyed. I did. <laughs> but I've got to say. Tim's staying power is fucking awesome. <laughs> Tim's a fucking gangster. Tim's absolutely a gangster. <coughs> right. The, oh, seven minutes. Seven minutes. I have two backup stories in front of me. One of them's really weird, though. Uh, pretty long. Hmm. Okay. Alright, we'll do... Should we do a weird one? This is weird, this one. It's really weird. We'll have to go fast, though. So, speed ears on, guys. Speed ears on. <laughs> right, there's a really dark moment in this one. But bear with me, right? There's a reason we vet the stories these days. It's gonna be fine. It's gonna be fine. I guess it's gonna be fine. <sighs> Okay, we're going fast, so I'm going to randomly pick the story, uh, names from here. So the Patreon guys get in a proper story. Anyway, here we go. Hello, Preacher, and a big one of those to you, Ghosty. Pfft, your missus and everyone in the community and watching right now. I've been following your channel on for a few years, primarily drama time, because they're amazing, and they are great to listen to when we're playing our games. Yeah, yeah. I'm from Team Greece. Now, this is an instantaneous fail, as we all know. Team Greece. And my years through WoW, we've been both good and bad. Mostly bad, as I tend to pick up games and drop them once I've lost interest in them. So I never truly was dedicated, and I regret that so bad, as I had picked up the game during vanilla, and for different reasons, I constantly let it go. My story starts with me at age 12. <laughs> Where will our Greek man play from? Come on, Greeks, you know it. You know it. <laughs> My story starts with me at age 12, being a whiny little shit that I wouldn't even hang out with myself. Going up to mommy to beg her for a copy. Once subscriptions were mentioned, and during a period where the media portrayed anything to do with the internet as being a literal hotbed of paedophilia, she told me in the nicest motherly way to go and fuck off. But I was a whiny little shit. I whined my way into getting a copy, with my mum half-arsed about it taking me to a store to buy me a copy. I even remember the day. On the screens in the store, they kept on playing videos and trailers of WoW over and over again. I pointed at one of them, showing the dwarf walk up the cliff at the moment and saying, Mommy, Mommy, that's the game. That one. I don't care. 
You get this game, you better not ask for another one until I see your grades get better. Wow. Cannon fire. <laughs> Was what I got in return with a cold, stern look. My grades were indeed shit. I hated school. I wanted to remind her at that point that there was indeed a monthly subscription, but decided, giving her comments, that it was very likely to not get me the game. So I didn't remind her then. At the time, we had a DVD rental store going, with a basement converted into the most shitty of... Internet cafes. Yes. Yes. Keeping it great, people. No proper setup or software to control the computers to ensure the whole thing was running smoothly. If you ran out of time, either my dad or my mum would come downstairs and tell you that your time was up. <laughs> it was shit, but I didn't care. It was a Saturday. We were going there straight after leaving the store. Once I got there, I got onto one of the empty computers and started installing the game. Before realising it had to patch. As I waited for it to patch... A snotty kid who was willing to pay money for one of the computers. Fucker, man. Fucker, man. Had to take my seat so he could play Lineage 2. Wrecked. Wrecked. After what felt like an eternity had passed, I logged in and was greeted with the cinematic and the character creation screen. Thankfully, we had some decent folk frequently come into our store. Specifically, a few 19-year-olds and a 30-year-old couple that had been playing the game for a while. So they brought me up to speed. I made my first character, a male Tauren Druid. Within a week, I'd hit level 9. Yes. And with shit happening at school, exams failing one after another, that was as far as my, my Tauren Druid was ever going to go. I was no longer allowed to come to my mum and dad's shop. I ended up spending the three out of my four weeks of free subscription at home playing Wind Waker for the eighth time. It's a good game though, right? It's a good game. <laughs> it's a good game, so that's worthwhile. Going forward a year, a year though, the couple that ends up, the couple, the 30 year olds, end up being really good friends with my parents and they often come to our home for dinner. One of those days, they took me out for lunch as my parents had work to do in the store with some refurbishment and as a surprise, they bought me a copy of The Burning Crusade. I logged in again and it felt amazing. Like the first time I had launched the game. I go onto their server and make a new character. This time with alliances. One of most of my mates were alliance. And so was the couple. I made a... <laughs> Being Greek, I made a male night elf hunter named Radies. It's not Hades. It's Radies. Often the guy from the couple took the piss out of the name... <laughs> As it also rhymed with the Greek word for pantyhose. Greeks? Greeks confirm. I, I played as often as I could. Which wasn't a lot as we didn't have internet at home. Your, your mom and dad have a net cafe. No internet at home. It's like so Greek it hurts. It's so Greek it hurts. So I had to go to the internet cafe whenever I could to log on. Ended up spending the whole month I got off the expansion to hit level 15. Close enough, close enough. And do the dead mines a couple of times. <laughs> well worth the purchase, man. Level 15, bit of dead mines. Bought this game for that. Pretty sick. I didn't play Wrath primarily because I knew I'd never convince my parents to pay for a subscription and put their bank details online and pay fees. <laughs> they believed everybody who put their bank details online were thieves and gullible. <clears throat> 
They wouldn't buy me game time cards as the only places near us would overcharge. They were supposed to be 9 euros, but they were often going for 30 at the time. And me being a poor scrub get fuck all than watching my mates hit cap and start raiding. My closest friend, Chunky Ninja, at the time started to raid the eye with his level 70 Dranai Shaman. Every now and then I'd quench my thirst for some while by jumping onto private servers. <clears throat> my favourite one at the time, having custom tier sets, rescripted dungeons and raids to run through, and a level cap set for 80, so there is some sense of progression. I had become rather decent on that server as a male troll priest, focusing mainly on healing, as I felt it was easier to deal with and just stay at the back and heal others while they dealt with bashing overall. It also made it dead easy to find groups, as not many people played healers on the private service. <laughs> it also made it... <laughs> with everyone wanting to become the new hot PvP shit on the server. Realistically, though, only feral druids had the upper hand, as one of the devs responsible for coding the gear was playing a feral druid, so some of the, the feral DPS items for them were buffed, to say the least. And that's why you shouldn't play on private servers. It's always going to be worse than the official servers in some way. Hey, that's not my words, man. That's the words of Greek. That's all I'm saying. That's, that's the Greek words right there. The server fell apart when an old owner came and took control of the server away from the current guy who was fucking around with the feral stuff. And then shut it down a few months later. <coughs> there were no patches, no new content, and I eventually got banned from the forum suggesting that they could easily fix it, although I had no idea how it would work. <laughs> what are you talking about? You should easily fix the service, no problem mate. You guys are a bunch of slack cunts. That's what's going on here. I see it. Fucking... <laughs> That's when I took my longest break. Didn't touch the game again for until a good few years passed. With me living abroad in Bonnie Dundee, having moved across Europe for studies at the age of 19 with Mr. Pandaria when I first saw the pandas, I thought that everyone else... I thought what everyone else thought and almost sealed the game in my eyes as going down the fucking bin. But that only lasted until the siege of Orgrimmar. Mm. With my best mate at the time, Varix, being a lad I met while studying software programming, he was in one of the top 10 guilds on Taran Mill. <sighs> I was convinced, and I bought the game and jumped in, this time with more dedication and with a male orc warrior to pave my path. After about two weeks and a half, I hit the cap, and I followed Varix's directions to the letter on what to do to get geared up. But as fortune had it, I got into the game during the part where the game was starting to grow shit for a lot of people. I didn't care. I kept going. I managed to clear LFR and gear myself up as a decent Fury Deeps. I got my first invite to a normal run of the Siege of Orgrimmar. I was hyped as fuck and thought it was going to be the best fucking shit ever. Fuck pandas. Fuck all of that. Now we're getting serious. The horde has gone to shit and we need to save that bitch. The raid fell apart on, on, on. 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 Eh? On. The raid fell apart on... Galacras. The pugs we brought... Couldn't manage it. And kept causing wipes. It took many, 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 many more runs before I saw Garrosh fall. But when that cutscene hit, it was the most epic shit I had ever seen. 
it never really happened again as people just stopped logging in and the guild of my mate eventually gave up as he couldn't convince anyone to get their alts to even come so after a few months i gave the fuck up at this point in life varics finished uni with his master's degree and ended up back in greece i had no one to play with there wasn't much motivation to get me back in there I started playing free-to-play MMOs. The usual shit you find around until my life started picking up. I moved out of my freezing cold, shitty, falling apart bedsit to a good single bedroom, falling apart, cold flat. Upgrades, yo. Quick question, mate. Yep. Do you want any beer picking up? Emma's, yeah, Emma's getting it. Emma's on it. Yeah, right. yeah. <clears throat> I got a job. My parents still pushing some cash into my account every now and again. I started to upgrade my PC. I had better graphics turned up to medium and through work i managed to find some puss <laughs> ah, medium graphics and puss dude <laughs> win win <laughs> dude come at me now before <coughs> now before you all cheer this is where it gets dark i told you it was going to get dark this is before it gets dark it's getting dark now okay <clears throat> <sighs> Now, before you all cheer, I have to explain myself because she was something everyone would stay away from. The reason as to why I stuck it in there was because I was Captain Desert Storm down there. Nothing was going near it. It had been two years since I had even seen a vagina. She had a child, which should have been a red flag for me, waving high up in the air. But all I saw was boobs and sex. She did the whole nine yards at the time. I thought she was all over it. She had the voice that gets your blood boiling and makes you want to go at it. Orc style. Zug zug. Zug zug. Now chat, don't laugh. We met in our call center that where we worked for Tesco's. We were there one night late at 10 o'clock. <clears throat> finishing on a Friday. And she said that she planned to meet some friends after work. She invited me to join them. And I decided to go. As I thought it would be some good fun. I could meet new friends. And meet her friends. Now who's going to be the girl? Who's doing it? Come on girls. Come on. Lady in the back. Lady in the back, it's you. <coughs> Lady in the back kept on telling me how great the house parties were. She kept on hyping me up. So we bought several bottles of Wicked. <coughs> for the party. And got ready to go. Until I saw her read a text on her phone and look worried. She whispered something to her friend's ear and showed me the phone. I was wondering what the fuck was going on. Why all the whispering and whatnot? I later found out that her baby daddy was going to be there. It got my blood boiling. I insta-popped into ultra white knight armor. At the time, she had been telling me... She had been telling me... That her child was a product of rape. Wait... Trust me. Trust me. <coughs> My retarded ass got all red. <coughs> I was going to rain unholy fury upon this man. 
She was trying to calm me down, but I was already getting the rage. I promised not to do anything when we went there, because I didn't want to ruin the party. Now, at this point, this is where the story starts to fall apart. My rapist father of my son is coming to the house party, but it's okay. Don't do anything or bring it up. Alright. Because what we don't want to do is ruin the party. Do we? We don't want to ruin the party. You just carry the wickets and we'll go and see what's going on. Alright. Good. <coughs> oh, you don't ask questions like that, Magna. It's because it never happened. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we're still going. Yeah, something smells rotten. <laughs> something smells rotten. Anyway. Off we go. <coughs> Off we go. <clears throat> when we finally arrived, I spoke to him. I ended up having a couple of beers with him. I tried to completely forget what was clearly a bullshit background that she had given me about him. And tried to see what he was really like. Which was really nice. And just told me that they had broken up after she found out she was pregnant. Huh. Now, which one do we think is true? Hmm. Hmm. He actually said hello to her in quite a friendly way, to which she responded in quite a friendly way too. Hmm. This doesn't add up at all. Huh. But I have had sex with her. So that part's true. Anyway, <laughs> while we're sitting there, bouncing about World of Warcraft, listening to his stories, because he was a raid leader in Siege of Agrimar, she came over and sat on my lap. Lady in the back. Lady in the back. Lady in the back. She said, with Wicked in hand, that she had overheard us talking about WoW, and she thought it was cute to see me get excited about the game. In fact, she said she was going to thinking of getting me the new expansion, Walls of Draenor. She announced that, amongst a lot of other things about the fact that we were together, right in front of him, <coughs> making me feel like some weird asshole in the middle. And later, when we got home, we had an argument, because I didn't have the smug smile on my face that she wanted to see when she made the guy feel like shit and walk away from the living room while she was bouncing about me and her having sex. <laughs> Why didn't you put on a smug smile? What is wrong with you? I was telling my ex, baby daddy, about your dick. Where was the smug smile? Inappropriate is what you were. You should have stuck up for me. <coughs> she did buy me walls of Draenor no, the next day, and I was hyped as fuck. I hit 110, started my grind at the same time. I got her into WoW she said she was interested. Of course, I convinced her to play a Holy Paladin. <laughs> with Rhett secondary. With a suggestion that maybe she should go DPS sometimes. But mainly that she would find the game easier if she heals. It didn't really work. She had a piece of shit laptop that ran the game at 12 for puss. She was a clicker. So bad at the point I ended up finding excuses to no longer play WoW at all in case I had to play with her and avoid having to jump on my alt to try and play anything. Things went down the drain after a while. She started lying about stuff and cut communication with me. No. What? What? Eventually breaking up. 
later on, she spread rumors around our Tesco call center about me breaking up with her. I think this was the last straw, though. She eventually lost all her friends because she did a nasty rebound and went back to have sex with her old fella, confirming all she had said about him was total bullshit and her getting the reputation of being a nasty... C-U-N-T. Hello. Hi. Say hello to Daddy. Karma worked out even better now because we found out <laughs> we found out that he uh, left her immediately after. That's the end of our little mini drama story that went on, oh, only 12 minutes longer than absolutely necessary. So there you go. Ladies and gents, we, as in us and Suzanne, hey, bug, you tell me away. I, uh, are going to be back in about two and a half hours. Yeah. Say hello, James. Say hello. Hello. No. <laughs> back in about two and a half hours, we're having Drinking Horror VR. Drinking Horror VR. We're going to be playing Paranormal Activity in the Dark yeah. with a few beers in about two and a half hours. So get your tea, sort your kids out. Get your kids, sort your, uh, sort your kids out, all that good stuff, and get back, slap the telly on, turn the lights out, grab your partners, and we'll have a little horror stream, shall we? Thank you for listening to Drama Time, guys. Uh, if you're not coming tonight, we will see you on Monday. If your names was used, I'll email you in a minute. I used all those names. Yay! Yay! See you later, everybody. Bye. Bye bye. <laughs> bye bye.